Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Oh, I don't want to go to jail. It's dirty there. Paula. Well, here's $20. Go sit in your corner. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. It is episode 178. Ugh. Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> I'm having allergies this week. I don't okay. know what it is. I I knew as soon as we started, I'm like, I have thick throat and my nose is stuffy. This is going to be <laughs> terrible. Do you want to do it again? <laughs> no, I'm all right. All Just right. deal with it. Now, I know... Most people don't listen to their own podcast. I do for quality control, so I listen. But I know you didn't listen last week. So, and I haven't talked to you. So, uh, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you, listeners, for all the downloads and the attention on Twitter and Snapchat and Facebook. We really appreciate it. Most importantly, thanks for listening to the show. We really, really like it. And we had someone sign up for Audible through our website. Thank you for that. We get paid for every Audible that you guys sign up for. So thank you for the Audible subscription. Awesome. I know. And so we're really excited Summer is coming to a close. We're hitting into fall, and Paula, hopefully, her family is over the scourge. Yes, we are. You know, good. I just, so here's the thing: my natural children they wound up getting a sinus infection and an ear infection. Yes, my oldest child, my stepdaughter, mm-hmm. she got a cold, but she was able to get rid of it and go to school. And good. so. That just tells me that my own children have my immune system and they are just going to be damaged goods and for whoever, unfortunately, if they get bit by a mosquito, they will be down for two weeks and they're not going to make it. (laughs) I'm going to get you that big jug of fruit punch vitamins that they love from the natural food store. You should. They do love that stuff. I'm going to send it to them because they will eat them and it will boost their immunities through the cold weather, hopefully. Maybe I'll send them a jacket. I'm like, why can't they just get sick like normal kids? You Uh, know know what? You're right. They they don't have a strong immune system. They take it from you. So you definitely need to find ways to boost it. God, I just... that's I feel so like weird. there's something I should be doing. I just, well, they, I mean, they can't just get a cold and just be done with it. It has to turn into, you know, a blazing <laughs> ear infection and a sinus infection that lasts six, you know, That's eight crazy. days. And yes, that is crazy. Remember the week that I told you about the, the moth that flew in my eye? Yes. Remember when I told you and I had moth dust in my eye? Well, and then I remember getting a, a text from you yes. asking, and I was going to say something, but I was in the throes of illness at my house, so I didn't I get know. a chance. But right. you texted me asking if there was something you you said, I think I have a cold in my eye. You're like, it's it's just a little runny. You're like, nothing gross, but yeah. is there something I can do? And I'm just like, well, I, I think you can use a contact lens solution because I believe right. it's got some antibacterial it does in it. Yes. So my eye, like the next day after I told you that story, my eye was goopy and it wasn't pink eye because my eye wasn't turning pink. It was just like runny, like a runny nose kind of. Okay. And so I walked around wearing sunglasses everywhere because I was embarrassed because I couldn't wear eye makeup or anything because I'm like, well, you can't, you know, when you have an eye infection of any kind, you cannot use your eye makeup because you'll contaminate everything. So then I texted you said, what am I going to do? And so I said, well, contact lens solution makes sense because you rinse your contacts in it. You get all the gunk off of it. And that basically antibacterializes the lenses. So that makes sense. So Daryl and I are at Target scouring the shelves for some kind of solution. So we finally come upon this stuff that is supposed to be pseudo antibacterial but you can also use it as eye drops because everybody apparently uses contact lens solution to clean out their eye if they have this kind of situation so now they make eye drops for it so i found the eye drops 
put them in my eye and it felt like I put acid in my eye. Oh, no. I said, this can't be right. <laughs> this can't be right. So segue a few days later, my eye feels like it's clearing up. But now I'm getting this really weird taste in my mouth. I'm like, I think I'm dying. I think that's what's going on. I think I'm just ultimately things are just falling apart and I'm dying. So this was the moth eye, right? It was the moth eye. And I thought, God, weren't you like at least thinking this was related to the moth incident? Absolutely. Okay. I totally did. And I'm like, I've, this has never happened to me in my life. You know, I thought for sure I got some kind of eye virus from some moth bacteria. I had no idea. I thought I'd wake up and my eye would be black. I didn't know. You thought you had the moth flu. I didn't know. I just, I've been dealing with moths for a month and I don't understand what I did to deserve this treatment with the moths. It's just crazy. And so I wake up like two days after the weird taste in my mouth and I have, I'm not kidding, the worst bladder infection I've had in a very long time. I'm like, okay, I clearly have a virus. That's what's going on. The problem with the way the medical system works is you can't just call and say, hey, I have a bladder infection. I need antibiotics immediately. You have to go through the whole rigmarole of the doctor and, you know, having them be concerned that it's something more and all that stuff. Pee in the cup. Yeah, well, that I don't mind, but it's just, you know, they have to go through the whole family history like, why are you getting this? Bladder infections aren't that, you know, UTI, yes, but bladder infections are different. And I'm like, yes, really? I know. Yeah, they are. And God, well, I for just me, go to the urgent care. I pee in the cup and they bring back the little like receipt tape that says my nitrates <laughs> are high or something. Yeah, well, mine get bad really fast. And so um, my kidneys were throbbing. And I said, you just, you've got to, you know, you've got to do something immediately. So he's like, this isn't a UTI. And I said, no, it is not. I said, the, this virus I have has settled into my bladder and I'm just, I'm miserable. So he, and I'll tell you, of course, I had an awkward moment in the doctor's office. Oh, you know, geez, I did, right? I always do. Because I don't know how to do doctors without being uncomfortable. Nobody does, but we, did, we make it much more worse. I, I do with my mouth. I just, I'm the worst. So anyway, he finally gives me the medication. I went through, I mean, these pills were so big. I mean, they were so big. Anyway, I'm trying to figure out where the hell I got this random virus because then I got a cold, like a bad cold. And I'm like, what the fuck? I cannot shake this. And I told Daryl, I said, you know, I always thought it was going to be you that died first, but I'm really starting to place some bets on me. Because I cannot seem to shake this virus. Like, I don't get it. And I'm like, you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm dying. Because viruses are serious. You know, bacteria, you just take a bacteria, you know, you take med- medicine and you're done. Viruses, they take a long time and yeah, they really. can kill people. And there is no quick fix for that. They just no. take their time. They do. So you're on antibiotics? I was. I'm done now. Yesterday was the last day. I'm a little concerned that it wasn't as effective, but we'll see. We'll see. Now you know everything about my medical history, everyone. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> it's been since, ridiculous. Since everybody's releasing all their medicals this week, why not <laughs> you, Jamie? I know, right? Everyone, I am not healthy enough to run for president. Didn't you know the funny thing about that, though, is <laughs> despite all the medical release, Hillary still did not release her weight. Just like well, a good she woman. Should, she should not. Is it, isn't it bad enough she's got to tell everybody how old she is? I mean, like, she's God. like, I'll let, you, I'll let you know I'm on thyroid medication and blood thinning, <laughs> but I won't fucking tell you my weight. You will never know what size pants I wear. Screw ever. you. My pantsuit sizes are my own. Right. Yeah, right. And you know what, though? The media didn't push back because that's one subject nobody wants to touch. Does anybody really want to know? I mean, come on. Who really wants to push her on that question? I don't. No, of all me. things please it's like not would me. you like to be the one to ask her how old and if that's her natural hair color yeah, really. i mean no thanks. who wants to go down that road not me you go not right ahead me. it ain't gonna be us that is so funny yes so i'm recovering from that on top of which uh we spoke about it briefly before the show uh, my 20 year old daughter is going through somewhat of a breakup Aww. you know a, a breakups when you're in your 20s are really hard because you know when you're in love in your 20s you think that's it this is it this mm-hmm. is forever, you know? And so when they break, when you break up, you're like, no, what do I do? And you're kind of like adrift at sea and you think that's it. And you'll, you'll be single for the rest of your life and you'll be, you know, whatever. So she did some retail therapy, which I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. And that didn't fill the void. So she got permission and got a kitten. 
<laughs> oh, wow. That's, Daddy allowed it. <laughs> that's a uh, big commitment there. Well, I guess it's better than getting a new boyfriend because I was going to say just don't marry the next boy you get together with because that's the worst thing you can do. <sighs> that's the transitional nobody yeah. wants that and of course oh by the way uh no one will understand this but you know that one boy that comments on all of her posts that you think is really cute uh i don't know who okay well, no i don't i'm not going to mention his name but you think he's really cute you're like that's a cute one you, maybe you, yeah okay I, I you've mentioned so. that before he has a beard maybe okay I'll have to look anyway he is interested but he's 27 that's too old uh, it's too old too old for her yes <laughs> yes exactly but not too young for me no i'm just kidding true so now we have a new addition solid black kitten his name is baxter baxter that's a he's cute name. so cute i'll send you a photo later how he old is, is he well he's probably well he might be eight weeks old i mean he's really little oh he, he's really little but he is insane Oh, is he's he? Ins- oh my god, he's wild, 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 wild. Not afraid of anything. Really cute and funny, and he loves to be, you know. And he's such a baby still, so there's not, you know, there's not much to him yet. So you're back to having three cats now. You know what? We just can't seem to not. <laughs> we just can't seem to not. And so I'm like, all right, well, this is fine because you know we've been used to three cats. One of ours refuses to come inside. It's an outdoor animal. Angelica is old and all she does is sleep and eat and ultimately you know in fact she's so old she uh, threw up a hairball and didn't even bother to get up out of her basket she just leaned over and threw up on the floor well it could be the change in the weather maybe it's just a little cold so oh that would you you're under the something she would actually step outside no I'm just <laughs> saying maybe it's got a little cold and so she didn't want to get out of her basket well, you know, honestly, I've been so drunk that I will lean over and throw up in a garbage can, but not for just for being lazy. So, yeah, you're right. Maybe she's not well. So, yes, we're I'm, I'm um, being cleansed of the scourge, hopefully. And we have a cat. Wow. Well, <laughs> so, banner year at the minor house. Hopefully this cat cures any uh, breakup sadness. I don't know how many times you actually broke up with someone because you tend not to browse much in your love life when you were at that age. It was funny because I wanted to talk about this a while ago, but we never get around to anything because we always have like a laundry list of things we want to talk about. And then we never get to any of them because what reminded me of was, you know, Taylor Swift broke up with that actor that she dated for three months. Oh, Taylor Lautner? No, it was a uh, Hiddleston. Oh, that, the uh, summer fling, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, the summer fling. It was literally a summer fling, and that's all it was. And I'm like, you know, I have some very good memories of summer romances. They start in June, and then they end right before you go back to school. And they're always usually someone's cousin who came to visit for the summer, and then they're going back to from whence they came. And, you know, you think you're going to keep in touch, and then you never do. Maybe one letter, and then mm-hmm. you never... You know, you move on with your life. I had a summer fling like that when I was 14 or 15. Mm -hmm. And I met him. He was someone's cousin. And I met him at one of those teen club type things. It was a hot summer night. He was adorable. He was from Louisiana. And we spent the whole summer together. Went to the lake. We went to this club place, you know, kissed and made out. But nothing, you know, it was very innocent summer fun. Mm -hmm. And we didn't have cell phones back then. So it was very like, okay, well, I'll meet you at the lake or I'll meet you at this club or whatever. And that was all it was. And then in August, he went home. We we exchanged letters one time. And then I never heard from him again. I know. And and every once in a while when it's a hot summer night and there's music playing and there's a little bit of a breeze, I think about him. Aww. But that's what a summer fling is. You know, that's what they are. Summer romances are just that. They're magical. They come and they go and they end. And it's okay. And to me, it's like, I'm sure there are a lot of people who have those you know in their life and they go you know what you're right I remember that guy or I remember that girl she was like they're so perfect and then you never see them again and that's why they're so perfect because you never got into it you know what I mean it was just this you know hot night and you know maybe if you're older you know beers and 
partying and really great sex on the you know near the water or on a boat and then they go away and then you never see him again and you're like wonder whatever happened to jane you know or whatever who really has great sex in the water though no one i never did i i would never have great sex in a lake i mean that's just like asking for an amoeba up the you want to you want to talk about viruses seriously go ahead and try to have sex in a spa or something yeah yeah something chlorinated but even then i just uh you know what it just sounds like someone would walk in and there'd be foam and i just don't know i can't well not only that but i mean honestly i mean water's the worst lubricant on the planet it's as wet as it is it it is the worst it It makes it worse i can't imagine it just sounds all there's nothing good just sounds all beady and you know oh god it's like the worst you're like why is this so dry it's awful like windshield wiper fluid it's the worst (laughs) squeegee you know and the thing is is that i am not someone who can play the game you know i'm just like you know what this isn't working for me no i don't bedroom i don't like done i don't pretend like things are going well i just can't it's It's like i realize that you want a story but this is not working out okay can we just say that it started here can we just yeah go somewhere comfortable i'll fool around but like you know after five minutes if that like you know one one thing and i'm like all right this doesn't feel good like let's Let's move on i'm gonna get a yeast infection can we just get out of here (laughs) it's like come on and even then like once you get out if the air's cold i might be like you know it's cold i like can we like take a shower or something it's It's like it's yeah it's like you know my arms are numb it's freezing out here my legs are freezing like i don't want to hop in bed it's all wet and then we have to sleep in here later and then we're (laughs) gonna smell like chlorine and we're gonna have to change the sheets and then suddenly it's no longer now it's a chore the moment's lost now the hot moment has gone it's like well i'm cold that was fun yeah (laughs) it's like did you hear something i think someone's seeing us i was always paranoid did you turn the hall light on or was that who, who oh, left no. it on? Are the kids oh. awake? What? <laughs> the Uggs know if you're going to go out in public, it's best that you at least do a lip and a clip. To help out, Paula has your lip and clip tip of the week, brought to you by the Ugly Truth Avon store. Here's Paula. It's beginning to look a lot like fall time. It's time to change your hair color and your makeup color, because fall is in the air. But don't worry, Avon has got you covered. Right now, they have a buy one, get one for $2.99 on all their face makeup products. So put down those pumpkin spice lattes and visit UglyTruth.com and stock up on some goodies. You deserve it. Get this and tons of other lip and clip favorites from our Avon store at UglyTruth.com slash shop. And now, once again, here are the Uggs. So while I was doing all of that, you are enjoying having a teenager right so like i said before my stepdaughter she moved from texas to come live with us for the year she's really enjoying school she loves all her you know she's made a bunch of new friends she's enjoying all the fun activities that have come with it and she's actually decided to participate in some extracurricular activities and so one of the ones that she just started which is cross-country running. So four days a week, she does practice for like, I would say about an hour and a half. Okay. And so I go pick her up after it's all done and, you know, she's all hot and, you know, had been running all these great long distances. It's cross-country is something I would never do in my oh, life. Oh, God, never. It's it's a lot of it's running. It's literally the opposite of anything I would want to do. <laughs> At first when she told me, I kept thinking track and field, and I'm like, oh, that sounds fun. I'm like, yeah, I would, I, you know, I could do that. Because I'm thinking, you know, long jump and, you know, sprints and mm-hmm. all those things. And then the more I started to think about it, I'm like, cross-country. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, that's like the really far running for like, a long, long distance running cross right. country running <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so they had been practicing all this time for the last like four weeks and they had their first meet this week we go to the meet it's after school of course i we had been victor had the day off that day so we had been running errands that day anyways and mm-hmm. so I hadn't really thought about we were going to the meet and I hadn't really thought about it being at a Christian high school. And yeah. so I was wearing 
a little bit of a lower cut blouse. And oh, no so, one cares. Well, that's what I thought until I got to the school. And then the other team that was racing with us was Christian Brothers. Yeah. And so there was just a lot of like glances and looks. And I'm like, okay, I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. Really? I, I didn't mean to bring Tits McGee with me to the race. And oh so boy. I was like, oh, well, you know, yeah. it's, not, it's not like I'm running. So, no. you know, whatever. <laughs> I, yeah, right. I'm sure Hi, not. boys. So. <laughs> Come to mama, boys. <laughs> so anyways, so we get there and they decide to run the girls on their own race and then the boys in their own race. They have them all at the starting line, and then they have the little, like, you know the sound they make when swimming starts? Like, the little... Yeah, yeah. That's the sound they make. when okay. they, So they all start, you know, going, and of course, we're screaming our heads up, like, go, Crystal, go! <laughs> you know? Yeah. So they all start going, and then part of the course, they wrap around, and then so they come back through where they had kind of just started. Mm-hmm. So we're cheering them along, you know, and... um we're cheering for everybody. Our team was wearing red. So we're like, okay. go, Kerr, go, you know, like the name of the school. Right. So as the race goes on, right about the, I would say like the seven minute, eight minute mark, you could start to see some of the people coming up to like the rap- finish line, getting close to the finish. Okay. So I'm just like, oh, here they come. So everyone starts rushing up towards the finish line to start cheering people on. All right. So we're like, all right, here she comes. She's she's gonna be close. And so <laughs> we uh we're standing there, and here comes one, you know, two, three, and then it's just like eleven, twelve. Uh oh. 15, 16. She's nowhere to be found. 19, 20. <laughs> So I'm just like, and um, Victor and I are looking at each other and we're like, where, where is she? Where is she at? You know, and you know, there was 30, there was 32 racers, you know? And so here comes number 21, Crystal. Okay. So she's, <laughs> so, she's there. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, thank God. I'm like, she's all right. It's so yes. She, at a time of 12 minutes and 31 seconds. <laughs> but she made she it. Comes. She finished. She made it. Good. And so she's, you know, very happy, elated. She finished and everything. So we, you know, once everything's all said and done, our school actually won the meet. So that was really exciting. So we get in the car. We're driving home. And um, Victor and I are just kind of quiet because we're, we're trying to, you know, scratch our head and figure out like, okay, four, four weeks of practice and uh, you're running a 12 minute and 30 second mile. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, when I was in school, and it's funny the the information you retain in your brain when, <laughs> when you're old, but I'm yes. like, well, when I was in school, I'm like, I used to walk the mile because I had asthma. And I could walk it in 12 minutes and 45 seconds. So we're like, so Crystal, um, so uh, you got uh, 12 minutes and 31 seconds. We're like, uh, everything all right? And she's like, yeah, why? We're like, oh, it just, um, did you run the whole time or, you know? Mm -hmm. And she's like... Oh, she's like, I had to walk a few, walk for a little bit, and we're like, oh. how much? And she's like, she's like, I like about like half the time. <gasps> she and, walked half of it. It's a competition, and so we're like, oh, well, well, why is that? And she's just like, well, you know, I just got tired. Oh boy. <laughs> so, what did you we're do? Like, so uh, we're just like, what? What are you? do at practice and she's just like well you know we practice running and stuff and we're like well do you walk at practice and she's like yeah and we're like how much and she's like well she's like i usually walk about half the time and then run about half the time okay so this is average for her (laughs) that's when we started saying like all right look (laughs) so here's the thing and this is the thing for me is is that i pick her up every day at practice i pick my other two kids up from school at 220 I take him back home and then we go and pick her up at 4 430 mm-hmm. so I said all right I'm like here's the deal I'm like this is cross-country running <laughs> so I'm just like <laughs> if you're going to go to practice four days a week I said then you need to be running yeah and I said 
you know, not walking. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if you're practicing, I said, then you need to run. I said, we're not going to do these meets. We're not going to be doing these practices if you're just going to be walking. You know, if she was somebody who had some limitations, Mm -hmm. totally understandable. You know, you're trying your hardest, but she's not trying her hardest. The more I thought about it, I'm just like, you know what? I'm like, Maybe I was probably too hard on her in the sense that I shouldn't be taking my competitive spirit mm-hmm. and forcing it on her. Because when I watched her at the the meet, she had so many friends and she was right. so excited about her team. And right. she is really excited about all the exercise that she gets Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, maybe I'm losing sight about the things that she enjoys about cross country. Yeah, but the thing is, is that to to do well, it's uncomfortable. It's not easy winning a race. Right. People who win those races don't stop. They They push themselves past the pain. <gasps> wow. Mm. Yeah. Those people who blow their load in the first lap and they come in last. Yeah. Because they're tired, you know. So that's what practice is for is you teach yourself how to regulate and how to stay, you know, how to continue to have endurance and stamina for the entire time. And she hasn't figured that out yet. And she's also very young. But this is kind of when they learn. And so but really, it's like one time that you feel like walking, don't push yourself just do it once right sports is social but that's not what it's for you know what i'm saying it's it's a conduit for that but it's also about competing nobody wants someone who's just there to have their friends there you're there to freaking win and there's nothing wrong with that you know there's nothing wrong with wanting to be the winner and so i'd be like look totally get it super proud of you for even going out and doing it Mm -hmm. but the next time you want to walk don't Right. Well, so the next day I picked her up from her practice. Mm -hmm. She says, so she's like, I have good news. She's like, I actually did an eight minute, 30 second mile today. And I said, that's so good, Crystal. I'm like, that's great. And I'm like, I'm really proud of you. I said, but I do want to tell you that I I owe you an apology. Mm. And I, I told her that, you know, I, was sorry that I was so hard on her about about the whole thing the day before. But I mean, I was glad to know that she tried harder, too. So. Well, see, there's nothing. Yeah. See, that's the thing is like, I don't think you should feel bad personally. I mean, I wouldn't. What are we going to do? Like, we're going to baby her all the way through. It's like, well, you know what? At least she went out there. That's good enough. No, it isn't. That is not good enough. Trying is better. How about let's try to beat someone next time. And I bet you anything she comes in the top 10 next week. And I can't wait to find out. But I mean, the other thing, too, is, is, you know, I don't want to just assume that, you know, she's going to be one of those, you know, top 10 people. What if she's not? No, I get it. But yeah. Well, you know what? That's fine. If she runs the whole time, then it's then it's her very best effort. And that's that's good. So I think you did her a favor. So anyways, but yeah, she's I mean, she's doing really great. She's just I'm so happy for her. She's going to her the first school dance today. So her and some friends are going nice. Is daddy going to let her wear some blush? Well, you know, they're the dances are weird. It's like literally oh, they're after school, right? It's literally a school as, as yeah. soon as school gets out. So yeah. it yeah. starts at three fifteen, and so <laughs> we'll see you um, at five. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I just we'll see how it goes. But she she already told me she's like, yeah, she's like, this is how I am at parties. I usually just end up sitting in a corner with my hoodie over my head, and I'm like, well, I'm glad to know that's what my six dollars is going to. So. I hope that doesn't happen. My God, <laughs> she's like, no, I probably won't be like that at this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I so. hope not. Jesus. It's like, what are we doing? Well, you know how kids are. They're weird. I know. You know what they do? And this is kind of like preschool where this is where you learn how to socialize I with guess. others. I'm just like, well, here's $20. Go sit in your corner. Go sit in your corner and be the Unabomber at school. God. Okay. So um, because I haven't really spoken to you because you were dealing with a lot of things, clearly. Yes. Because we had talked about Dancing with the Stars at length last week, I'm like, all right, fine. I'm going to check in on it because I have never watched it. 
And the reason, actually, the reason why I checked in on it is because, just as I expected, Lori Hernandez is getting rave reviews, saying that she's going to win it all. I didn't get to watch it on TV. I saw it on Twitter. I saw some of her stuff, and she's absolutely adorable. She's my favorite. And, of course, our DVR box cut out as soon (laughs) as they were on, so we didn't get to see it. But I did hear that they they had one of the best dances. Yes. Uh, I got to see Vanilla Ice. He was pretty good too. He had, I, he, just as I expected, he still has the rhythm. I thought it was a little too cliche, but they always make them do that. If they have a, a hit or whatever, they always make them like relive it yeah, <laughs> for they some do. reason, which I think is dumb. But so they're like, we want a little, le- little less cliche and a little more cha cha next week. And so that happened. And I thought, well, he's going to go far, I think. And um, I did not get to see the little woman from LA do her dance. Did oh, you? I did. How was it? Okay, so here's the was thing. Was it okay? I mean, I don't want to get too in-depth, but... No, okay, so here's the thing. I feel like a total shoe because... Why? Is her, she not? Her little intro was so compelling. Oh, jeez. Um, like, I feel... You always do this. You always get guilt after you've totally massacred someone. No, here's the thing. <laughs> Dancing with the Stars is falling in suit with their total exploitation of her. Like yes. that that is still completely on on track. Okay, so her pre-tape was good though, huh? What she's trying to accomplish is she just wants to be seen as just a regular dancer. She doesn't want to be seen as like a little person trying to accomplish a big thing. She just mm-hmm. wants everyone okay. to see her as a regular dancer. So she's actually in an she's actually a dancer outside of this world. No, 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 no. Oh. Just like, you know how as they become better at like dancing. Yes. They're just like, "Oh, you know, Ryan Lochte is becoming a good dancer i see they want everyone to see her they want to say tara is becoming a good dancer they don't want to say tara in spite of everything you're becoming a good dancer they just want to say tara is becoming a good dancer so is she well no i mean i didn't see it because oh the fact of the matter is is that she's literally like two feet shorter than her partner right and she had like no footwork like the, the dance she was doing you needed to have a lot of fancy footwork yeah and she didn't move her feet but okay. i don't know if she didn't move her feet because she couldn't or if she just was not skillful enough i don't really know well we'll see i did not see ryan lochte dance but i did see the drama <laughs> ensuing <laughs> that after that where supposedly people... he sustained an ankle injury during what well, they do the kick assault. him I don't know what they did. He's such a pansy. All I know is that if your life is so perfect that you can be this outraged over someone's foolishness from months ago where you're spending money to wear a t-shirt that has the name Lochte with a red circle with a slash through it, making out your way to a taped show just to rush the stage... I want your life. I mean, if that, that is your is biggest hilarious. issue, I want your life. <laughs> Honestly, I I would love to be able to have the time and the energy to be so outraged over a swimmer's actions that I manipulated my entire life to do this. I mean, damn, you must be a happy person. <laughs> it was so funny it. to me. And you know what was even funnier about his dance is like... He was just saying, I'm just trying to turn over a new leaf. And I'm like, you can't turn over a new leaf like when your other leaf is like literally still right there. On the tree. Kissy's like, I think I've grown a lot. I think I've oh. I've, I've changed. <laughs> yes, I've done that. And I'm like, you ago. just did it a month ago, you drunk <laughs> asshole. I'm just like, don't make it seem like you're so different. I know, it's true. So it's anyway, ridiculous. I, all I know is that I am not at all intrigued to turn it on next week to watch another episode. Oh, you didn't like it? No, it's stupid. I'm I don't get it. Like Maureen McCormick danced, and I I based on the scores, I can tell that she did not do well but she was hysterical she's like oh it's so beautiful here oh my god what i'm just having such a wonderful time her? is she on mushrooms like what is wrong with you you're and why years old does she look older than florence henderson i said the same thing i said florence henderson has more work and better work than marie mccormick clearly she had something done with her forehead but she's had nothing done to her neck or her cheeks oh my god her neck looks like a 
I don't even. It looks like a vagina. I and mean, you know it's what? Awful. It's, there's nothing wrong with being natural. But my point is, is that she's not. I just. I was like, she was wearing some little house on the prairie dress that Mrs. Olson would have worn to church, and her hair was in a bun. It's like, well, can we age her up anymore? I mean. Why can't she be wearing something sexy? And, you know, 60 is not that old where you have to look like a marm. My God. I mean, it's like, come on. She's a weirdo. She is a really big weirdo. All I know is that her voice sounded like feathers. Like, and I was like, why is she doing that? Why is she (laughs) doing that? (laughs) Like you expect feathers to come flying out of her mouth. Yes. And she's like, everything's just so beautiful here. (laughs) And she was just about to cry. Like every month. Yeah. It was pretty annoying. Yeah. That was. (laughs) When they were giving her um, feedback, she wasn't even letting them finish a sentence before she's like, uh huh, yeah, 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 uh huh. And I'm like, are you in a rush? Do you have to pee or something? Like, what's going on? I don't know. It was really weird. But anyway. Really weird. Yeah, it was unusual. So, speaking of unusual, Daryl and I decided not to get the UFC with CM Punk because. It just, there was nothing appealing about it to me. I mean, well, there was I, really no other really good fights. On I mean, that there was, card. well, there was a title fight, but it was just not, you know, it was just not a, something we wanted to spend 50 bucks on. So we just decided not to do it. And then you posted on Facebook that you got it. And I was like, oh God, I can't believe it. I want to know. I mean, I'm oh, curious. I had to. I mean, Ryan, ha- oh, the Ryan CM Punk. has been looking forward to that fight for. Really? I was kind of hoping that it was going to go under the radar because I personally didn't want to spend the $60 to get the fight. Right. You know, as it got closer and. I guess we became like more increasingly interested because I'm just like, honestly, am I going to let this fight go by without watching it? And I'm like, no, I can't. Well, you could (laughs) have. I could have, but I'm like, no, I can't. I'm like, we've got to watch it. And plus UFC had done these, this four part series on CM Punk. Yeah. About like all his training and everything leading up to the UFC. I watched one of them and I was like, he is so going to lose. Oh, <laughs> God, we so, knew he was going to lose. I he mean, is so going to lose. He looks he looked exhausted. He looked <laughs> unprepared. He looked out of his league completely. And I'm thinking, why did they let him do this? This is like like I said to you, this is like some guy bought a silent auction prize for like $12,000 to get in the ring for one round for for UFC for charity and he did it and it all showed it was (laughs) here's the thing is is that it was something that he probably should have considered doing like 10 years ago and yeah yeah but unfortunately he just he didn't and so now he still thinks like okay well, why can't I do it now? Because I was doing all these crazy things in wrestling, but mm-hmm. he just doesn't equate. He somehow believes physical fitness yes. is the same thing no. as being able to take a beating. And it's not. Those guys are freaking gladiators. They are terrifying. I would never. And I even, you know, people like, okay, I know you don't do Twitter very often, but oh my God, the CM Punk lovers of the world, you guys need to get over yourself. They're like, you're my hero. You're, and I'm like, he's, he got his ass kicked in 60 seconds. Not even. I mean, he was down and done. I mean, his face looked like a five round fight. And yeah. he, h- how long was it? I don't even remember. Uh, it was they so said short. it was like a minute 33 or something like that. Yes. It was like. <laughs> Which actually wasn't. The, considering that he had zero MMA fights or anything like that. Right. Right. That that's actually not that bad. I guess that's what physical fitness will do. Because CM Punk said they asked him, are you going to keep doing it? And he's like, he's like, I want to keep fighting. He says, I don't know if it'll be in the UFC. He says, I don't know if they'll let me. No. But he says, you know, I want to keep doing it. Well, and so good. Dana White says, he's like, yeah, he says if CM Punk wants to keep fighting, he's like, he should. He's like, it's not going to be in the UFC, though. No, he's terrible. I mean, well, no, listen but do you know how much he got paid for that fight? Oh, I'm sure it was a ridiculous amount. So the top fighter for that fight for the night was mm-hmm. Alistair Overeem. OK, he got eight hundred thousand dollars. He lost and he lost. Yeah. How much did CM Punk get? CM Punk got $500,000. <gasps> You're kidding. 
He got a half a million dollars for 90 seconds? Do you, do you know who Mickey Gall who fought him? He got $15,000 and then he got a $15,000 bonus for winning the fight. That's it? He got So he got $30,000. And then what they said too is with CM Punk, they said that doesn't even include what was negotiated per pay-per-view hit. <gasps> oh, he got he get he gets points from the pay-per-views. Mhm. With pay-per-views that he could earn up to $2 per pay-per-view. So however many they got, yeah. So however many they got for that. So. Well, then it was worth the 90 seconds of getting beaten up for him anyway. But the thing is is CM Punk's already rich. So it doesn't really matter to him. First of all, I don't know how that whole thing went down. I don't think he walked up and said, hey, I want to be a UFC fighter. I think they came up to him and and that all happened. I don't know. It was The whole thing was a joke. I mean, the whole fight card was a joke. The whole thing seemed like it was a big exhibition. And it wouldn't surprise me if that turned out to be a really big pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't so. be surprised. Well, because WWE people will buy, you know, they're so loyal to those those people well everybody wanted to see it yeah that's what i I mean mean. all the wwe people and i mean to be honest to see him walk out to his music from wwe music yes that was god brian and i were screaming our heads off. oh my god you you drank the kool-aid you were all in jimmy i had my (laughs) t-shirt on oh my god (laughs) you're so funny you're america (laughs) brian and i were just like yeah (laughs) oh that's well you know i'm glad you and ryan got to enjoy that 90 seconds we had a blast and you should have seen him he was taking it all in i mean well good so him coming out to his music to the crowd screaming because i mean when that probably felt good when mickey gall beat him yes everybody started booing like the whole crowd they were booing like you (laughs) you think that he just beat up rocky balboa or something (laughs) that's so ridiculous The Ugly Truth Podcast will always be free, so we appreciate you supporting the show by shopping on Amazon via our links on UglyTruth.com. Here's Jamie with her Amazon Pick of the Week. Hey, Hugs. As we say goodbye to summer, Amazon is the easiest way for you to say hello, fall, with everything from pumpkin spiced pretty much anything to boots to scarves and a lot of Halloween candy. If you go to Amazon.com, they'll have it for you. Not only will you save a ton of time going out and about in the crowds trying to get these items, it will be delivered directly to your door. And if you're a Prime member, free shipping. So check out the Ugly Mall, click through to support the Uggs, and prepare for the cool, lovely weather of the fall. You can get this deal and literally anything you could ever want from Amazon and support our show at the same time by visiting UglyTruth.com slash shop. Thanks for helping out the truth. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so speaking of nothing, let's go ahead and go to our Ugly and Awkward Moments of the Week. Okay, so mine's kind of short and sweet, but Mm -hmm. not really sweet. So I was taking the dogs outside to go to the bathroom, and one of my neighbors walked by, and I guess it just caught me off guard the way he said it. It was so stupid, but he's just like, howdy, and I'm like, good. (laughs) (laughs) And he just kind of looked at me, and I'm just like, I just smiled, and I'm like, "Eh." like. Never mind. Like you thought he's like you expected him to say how you doing or something. I, I think didn't. that's what I. I think it's because I think it came out like how, and I was mm-hmm. assumed he was saying like how are you, and so he's like howdy. I'm like good, <laughs> you know. And then he's just like, Dork. like okay, and so I'm just okay. like, never mind. Just, you know, howdy. <laughs> Meanwhile, both sitting there taking a shit on the lawn. So I'm just God, like, I'm all right. Awkward. <laughs> you know? Hello, awkward everyone. He's probably just thinking like, don't talk to the crazy lady with the dog. God, she's weird. We get rid of one, and then there's another one. <laughs> I, I just, and I just sat there, and I'm like, why did you do that, Paula? Like, I just, don't know. 
let him finish his sentence and process the information <laughs> before you jump right on it and start Don't going good good assume he's asking you like how you're doing he's saying howdy i know but then i'm like who says howdy you i know? don't know like, it's it was it was bad all around like trying to trip me up i don't know it's a trick <laughs> so funny okay so. well mine was at the doctor's office of course okay I don't know if it's because I try to be overly eager or what the deal is. So when I went in, I was like, you know what? This time, because I'm, I was in a lot of pain, I'm going to just keep my mouth shut. I'm going to, you know, have the, you know, get the examination or whatever they're going to make me do. And then I'm just going to get out of there without any incident. I just want to get out of there without any incident. So I, I made a certain effort that I wasn't going to say or do anything awkward. So they put me into the, the little examination room and he's really busy. And actually I got a last minute cancellation appointment. And so I knew I was going to have to wait a little bit. So I was, I was cool with it. So I'm getting bored and that's always, that's always the worst for me is if I get bored at the doctor's office. Cause then I start getting nosy Uh-oh. because there's all those drawers there and they're just there, you know, with stuff in them. And so I'm looking out the window and the, you know, I'm looking out the window through the blinds going, oh, I wonder whose Mercedes that is. I bet it's the dentist next door, you know, and I'm just, you know, making all these judgment calls. So then I turn around and I'm standing there looking around. I'm like, oh, you know what? There's some tongue depressors over there. So I start going through all the drawers and then I grab a tongue depressor. And, you know, I'm a big fan of those because I play with them. You draw pictures on them. I draw pictures and faces on them. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to draw a face and then I'm going to Snapchat it. It'll be really funny. And so I'm sitting there on the examination table, leaning over, drawing on the thing. And the doctor comes in. And when he comes in, he comes in like Kramer from Seinfeld. He's like, hey, and he comes in real fast. They don't do like the the polite knock first. They do when it's like a physical because you have to disrobe. But because I was there simply just to get a prescription, he knew I was just sitting in there waiting. So he comes in like Kramer. He's like, hey. And I was like, ah. And I had a pen and the tongue depressor in my hand, and I drew on the the paper. I was like, oh, oh He's like, my God. What are you doing? I'm like, nothing. Hello. How are you? He goes, well, how are you? I'm like, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> oh Very my uncomfortable. God. Did he see the tongue depressor? Of course he did. I was using the examination table as a drawing board. Oh, my gosh. So did you, did you have to show it to him? No, I just put everything in my purse and just sat down quietly. He goes, are you uncomfortable? I'm like, Very. Yes, uncomfortable in more ways than one. So oh my anyway. God, how embarrassing. I'm always embarrassing myself at this doctor. I think one of the reasons he'll, he won't turn me away is number one, I have an amazing insurance. And number two, he never knows what he's going to expect. He oh, has an no interesting idea. patient. Yeah, right. Really. I'm like, I really appreciate you seeing me today. And he's like, well, that's what we're here for. I'm like, all right, I broke my rule. I need to shut up. I've already embarrassed myself with the drawing on the paper and the tongue depressor and all of that. I mean, I was getting way too comfortable. You've got to do it right away when you first get in there. That's my rule. When I first get in there, the first thing I do is find the rubber gloves. Oh, you know what? I didn't I didn't look for those. I grab them right away, put them in my purse and then. (laughs) Yeah. Play with I, I make the little uh, mohawk faces for the kids. Yes, I love playing with that stuff. It's so fun because it's not normal things that you find, you know, everywhere. Only the kids the love it office. when I go to the doctor. I know they're like, "Oh, yay, mom's coming back with yay. gloves." Did you get us gloves? <laughs> yeah. So yes, kids. <laughs> How <laughs> so funny. funny. Anyway, so yeah, that was me because I just can't. I just cannot, you know. And I have to go back in like two weeks for my physical. Oh. So there will be more to come, I'm sure. I'm sure you're looking forward to that. <laughs> well, I'm going to get the gloves right away and put them in my purse. That's a good idea. I didn't think of that. That's what I do. I'll send them to you guys. <laughs> Especially if they hand you the robe that say, okay, well, please put this on. And they oh, usually God. give you five minutes. So that gives you a lot of time to, you know. Yeah, that's true. And you know what? I, I told them the last time I was there that I was going to bring my own. I said, I'm going to bring my own robe next time because these are paper. <laughs> They all looked at me like, "What? What is wrong with you? Like, why would you do that?" I'm like, "These—they rip. I rip them. I—I'm never able to successfully wear these paper robes." So what? They're gonna walk in there, and you're gonna have like a champagne glass with like you know a strawberry <laughs> at the bottom. I'm gonna have my cotton robe on. Come in, with please. Like, you know, some fuzzy uh, high heel slippers. <laughs> it's Hello, like, please doctor. come in. <laughs> I've got iHeartRadio playing in the background. God. Let's get this started. <laughs> You're so weird. I would never do that. 
I'm not that open. <laughs> I won't even have sex in a spa. Come on. Yeah, that's probably true. Anyway, I don't know. Probably a tie, huh? Yeah, probably. Because you didn't. We both week. included others, and they were short and sweet. Yeah, that's probably true. I think I agree with that. I know you're not going to listen, so I'm going to tell you. I had a, a significant. I got a fifty thousand point ugly awkward moment last week what was it well uh, that's why i was kind of disappointed that you were sick and unable to do it because i was dying to tell you the story because it was so big i was actually going to tell you before we recorded but i um had a road rage incident in front of target last week oh my where, god uh, daryl and i were at target and this lady well she was a girl actually she ran the stop sign you know how there's always a stop sign in front of target to let people cross yeah okay well she ran it a lot of people do they don't see it well she ran it and she almost ran into us because we were turning out and she honked her horn and she didn't do the honk honk she was like laying on her horn and she wouldn't stop so daryl stopped because he couldn't go anyway because there were people crossing and she would like she was perpetually laying on the horn and it was making me mad i'm like why won't she stop with the horn honking so i got out of the car and i walked over to her and i was like what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, what? What? And she was like alarmed. So she started to pretend she was tough. And I said, you ran a fucking stop sign and you almost hit us. What are you doing? She starts honking her horn at me. And luckily her window was up because I told Daryl, I said, you know, under any other circumstances, I might have like had to grab her. I was really and the thing was is it was a calm anger i wasn't hysterical and that's when it gets really dangerous for people Mm -hmm. you know how that is yeah and then the guy behind her was in a huge suburban and he blocked her in so she couldn't leave because she was a menace and so this went on for like a very brief period of time so i got i just told her to fuck off and i got back in the car and so daryl was getting ready to turn and she started honking her horn again and i was like you know what this is why people get hurt because they get brave the second I walk away. This is when things go bad. So I didn't pursue it. We kept going. I said, no, you know what? This is a no win. She looked methy. We weren't going to win this one. You know what I mean? But apparently, like, everybody stopped. <laughs> like, the whole world stopped to watch this scene, which I did not know. And wow. then the guy, the guy behind her in the Suburban... Because she kept honking at us even after we pulled into a parking spot. Because I was like, please be brave. Come down the street. I'd, I have no problem consensually fighting you. It'd be great. I, I haven't done that in a long time. But mm. no, she took off. But the guy behind her in the Suburban, he followed her and was honking his horn at her the whole way. I'm like, okay, you guys go ahead and you continue on with that drama. We're done. But I was, I couldn't believe I got out of the car. I, I would have so, followed her. I was heat. Well... I would have, but I would have found a rock and I would have broke her window and then would have pulled her out by her neck. I had fantasies of having brass knuckles and shattering her window and pulling her out by her hair. But see, I have no violent. I have no problem with going to jail anymore. Well, see, I do. I do. I don't want to go to jail. It's dirty there. And I'm I don't want to do it. I'm pretty sure I can get away with playing insanity anymore. Yeah, I can't. And so and I'm not an inherently violent person anymore. And so it's not it was just surprising to me that I literally just something snapped and I got out of the car and started walking toward her like I was going to do something. It was so weird. I haven't done that we've had more altercations at mm-hmm. target you have oh yeah we've mm-hmm. had i can think of we actually had an altercation so bad we actually got pulled aside with security with, with another um patron oh god Paula. and they were gonna call the police <gasps> and that was at target and <laughs> well whose fault was it was it your fault it was their fault. Oh, oh, okay. The other, they were cussing out the target, the the cashier oh. so badly that we, that we stepped in and we just said, hey, like, hey, what, you know, what's the problem or something? Because right, the girl, right. she was in tears. <gasps> That's terrible. And they were just being so horrible to her. And then they started, then they were stepping in on us, like, you know, yeah, like, mind, mind your, your own, own business, mind your own fucking mm-hmm. business, blah, 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 blah. And so, that's you know, of course, you know, we're not going to take that. Well, no. But then we've had other like run-ins with people at Target before. That's weird. Anyway, well, let's let's go ahead and what we have to conclude. Oh, and I didn't even tell you about Malia's birthday dinner. Damn it. Oh, we'll talk about it next week then. All right. Well, I just want to tell really quick. 
So Tyler was able to come to the to Malia's birthday dinner. She wanted to go out to this one place called BJ's, which is very popular around here. I can't yes. get around the name. I every time I hear the name, I think nobody drops. can get. I don't know how anybody can get past the name, but I, I mean, I guess I, I for struggle. Sixteen year old, hopefully, I'm glad she can get past the name. <laughs> I struggle with it, but I'm like, all right, I guess we'll go to that place. And so we went, and you know, the the food was good. It was fine. You know, it's very TGI Friday ish. They literally have a menu that's like fifty pages. So, you know, those places where they literally We've cater been, to just about anyone. Yeah. We got chips and salsa and egg and, and pot stickers for appetizers. You know, it's like, to me, if I went back there, there'd probably be like seven bags of frozen, giant frozen packs of stuff. And they just heat it up and bring it out. I don't know. Pretty much. But anyway, but the food was fine. It was good. And um, but Tyler went and, you know, he's 24 now and he's had a taken a sudden interest in beer. Which is interesting because he usually doesn't like alcohol, but he likes wine and he likes beer and he doesn't like PBR. He likes IPAs, super, you know, uh, the microbrew stuff, the real fancy beers. And that's, of course, what Daryl likes, too. So the two of them were having a ball because they it's a brew house. So they have just like hundreds of of beers to choose from that are fancy, not Budweiser stuff. So they're trying all their beers. And Tyler took a liking to the waitress. Oh. And Tyler's relationship status is, I'm not sure what it is. So I was just going to say, I thought Tyler had a girlfriend. I think he, I'm not sure if he even knows what he has. So, <laughs> so, it's, so that night, so at least for that <laughs> night, he didn't. Well, it's just, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, He's not sure what it, what what it's going to be, so at this point, he's just kind of gonna go with the flow. And so this waitress, this cute little blonde girl, he could not stop charming her. And what was funny <laughs> is that Daryl and I, I noticed it, but I didn't say anything because I wasn't gonna, you know, he's he can do whatever he wants, you know. But he was like, I Tyler doesn't eat that much. He's kind. Of, he eats really fast, and he then he's done. But he decided that he wanted dessert. The the waitress came. She goes, "Anybody want any dessert?" And he goes, "You know what? I think I'll have some dessert." <laughs> and he grabs the dessert menu. He's like, "Sit down." He goes, "Only one page of sweets, huh?" And I'm like, "Wow, <laughs> wow." <laughs> and Daryl and I look at each other. I'm like, "What's happening right now?" <laughs> and she's all uncomfortable. Like, um, well, yeah. <laughs> so he goes, "I'll have a Dr Pepper." float and so he had this like root beer float but dr pepper it was so funny and so i told we were leaving and i'm like so uh what's with the uh what's with the charming of the waitress man and daryl's like did you see that i'm like uh yes i did it was crazy and i go was she smitten with him too he's like oh yes and i said did they so did he get her number or what i don't know i have no idea i literally how does that even work god oh my god your son he's so cute though it's hard not to find him adorable you know i guess but my god (laughs) he's very brazen where did he get his game from uh i don't know but you know like i told my daughter i said you come from a long line of women who never not have an option okay you will never be single if you choose it you know right i mean i don't know about you but in my life i've had to choose to be single like they, there's oh, always sure. an option, right? I'm yeah, not, no, I mean, I've yeah. never, I've never, you've never wanted for company. I've never not felt wanted. lonely. Like, no, it's, it's by choice. Usually I've never sat down on a Friday night when I was single going, God, I wish I had someone to have sex with or no, God, I wish I was with someone right now because I could think of five people that I could have called. You know, it, it's he's just one of like us. He's just like us. He will never not have the option. Right. We're crazy. Oh, my God. But at least he'll never be alone. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be I, I wouldn't even know what to do with myself if I saw Ryan doing that. It was awesome. <laughs> it was really cool. I would probably laugh my head off. I'd be like, Mm-mm. what are you doing? No, you wouldn't. You'd be like damn that dude is smooth he was smooth it was it was i would not be able to stop teasing him that's probably just what i would do but that's me 
Well, when your son is 24 going on 25, you probably won't. Well, maybe, I guess, if he's still single. He's and, like a man know. now, you know? He's That's like a man. True. It's so funny. But it was kind of cool to see him being all cool. And he I wasn't guess. douchey at all. He was totally like, you know, making her feel like, <laughs> it was so funny. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It's like the most interesting oh man in the world God. is at our table. <laughs> so funny. What a goofball. That is so funny. Yeah. That is really so good. funny. <laughs> it was My funny. Goodness. I well, know. Uh, <laughs> there you have it. There you have it. Happy birthday, Malia. Enjoy the show. I'm. I'm glad I don't have to witness those things. Oh, you will one day. Don't you worry. (sighs) Anyways, well, with that said, yes. Happy birthday, Malia. Happy 16th birthday. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's it. I guess that's all we have to say. So we'll see you next week, friends. (laughs) Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. But make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call Ugly Cuts. And then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.